Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Kakoa Radio. This is me, the Dowager of Table Night, and we are here just to celebrate our 50th issue of doing this damn thing. We're not talking about any books. We're just going to talk about, like, how we got here, which has always been the question since we've been here, is how do we get anywhere? I, Justex Henry, and my fellow co-host, Black Word, Oh my God! Did, did did we get tricked into starting a podcast just for talking? Um, <laughs> with Henry, what the fuck? Um, it is the scribe of Table Dusk, the pretty one, the one without limits. Um, coming from LA, where it's six a.m. Uh, the things I do for these people, including Showtime, said that are you wearing clothes? Before I got in here, I said, yeah. And he says, take those damn pants off and show me what you're working with. And I was like, what? And he said, do it or else you're fired. And I I had no choice. Now I'm here, (laughs) vulnerable, soft and supple, thick. Yes, all these things. But I just needed that to be on air and on record. And I I appreciate you guys for listening to me. Don't be be surprised if I delete that. (laughs) I mean, can we also discuss the fact how, how Black Bird tried to moonlight as me on a Kokoa radio account, and it was actually him being a bottom, not me? I never tried to moonlight as anyone when I say I want to get fucked by getting on the dick. Listen, listen, I, I know as a verse, I'm sometimes, as a Black verse, as a dark-skinned man um, myself, I get gaslit into being strict top roles and being told that I can only conform to that one thing. Um, but I take dick quite well. Um, and I act up when it's inside me. I'm, I don't need to masquerade as Henry. You might be Jean. I'm an Emma. Okay? And that's fair, but you know, but you didn't, you didn't, you basically, it was basically like a psychic love affair you basically had the whole conversation and showtime like says henry and i'm like that's not me that's steven it, it was showtime making assumptions showtime making assumptions since the start of the show i told showtime like if you want to hit it i'll let you if you want to hit it i'll let you like as a friend friend to friend i'll let you because what kind of friend would i be if i said no <sighs> that's my face go that's right bro i dap him up <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, back to someone who is themselves and and practicing sobriety this morning. Our lovely regent. Applause for three weeks. <laughs> Scammy Roman. Scammy Roman is your moment. <laughs> you got this. We're so proud. Um yeah, it's the one god. Um fuck all of y'all except for so pal. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I can't believe this is the 50th episode, um, when I got asked to be on this podcast, I had absolutely no idea what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> um, I learned a lot, came a long way, and I enjoy, um, having certain discussions with you guys, except for anything about, um, alcohol and, um, things like that. Yeah, exactly, trigger. Shut the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of y'all and it's chicken stuff. Okay, so sometimes you next. Come on, here go. <laughs> <laughs> the episode's the last episode. 
about to put in my well, resignation. You can't quit us. 50th episode, I'm gonna quit. I mean, we can always send you your luggage. <laughs> Why? Well, my luggage one other person for it. in here, so I ain't gotta move much. <laughs> okay. And without further ado, Doctor Big Poppy Showtime. What's Play up, big what's up, on the Um, you know, I am the second lead vocalist. I was the first one recruited. Thank you so much, the Kelly Rowan of this bitch. I appreciate it. Coming. <laughs> I'm here. I'm clear. And um, welcome. He okay, turns so, tops into bottoms, has such confidence in himself. Such confidence. I love him. Um, but no one ever talks about how not difficult it is to turn a top into a bottom. I think all top is just waiting. Well, with exception to Showtime, who's the Omega level top, everyone has their one. <laughs> and when I mean everyone has their one, it's usually an archetype of nigga they will bottom for. Who would I top? I think a for you to top someone here, but he has to be someone with like a a juicy ass. I don't think you you bottom. I don't think you top anyone whose ass is not thicker than yours. I don't think you would. I think you take it as an insult that they would even try. Um, I feel like it'd be a celebrity if a celebrity uh, of certain stature hits you up at a certain level of fineness. Like I think to knock, I think you would settle for and just go, yeah, I'll top you. Oh, I'll be versed. I'll be versed with him. Yeah, I, I like those, I like those hips. Tonight, why is Neggy clocked in for Showtime because, right now? Listen, we don't talk because about the contributions of the animals to the show. I'm but so they are sorry part of the show. that while while we recording, I'm actually rolling the fuck up, and I had to take my fucking blunt to the kitchen so that I could doctor it the fuck up because I fucked it up. Okay. <laughs> okay, nemesis. Uh, <laughs> Shit. Wow. <laughs> okay, well, since we're here, um, a little backstory about how we all got here. Um, I started a Twitter spaces over a year ago with Showtime and Voldemort, a former member who should not be named because we're not giving we can him name him. This should be the episode. I think the lore speaks for itself is that you okay. know there used to be three uh, Dream Girls. It used to be four. So, <laughs> so originally, the original, the original Twitter Spaces was me, um, a, a Twitter mutual name, a former Twitter mutual name, King's Effect, and Showtime, um, and it was seamless at first. But the problem that I felt like we were facing was the fact that, like, because we all had lives, and this is not something we all get paid for, I didn't want to like not do the show because people couldn't be available to show up. So I was like, you know what? I should bring in two more people to the fold. At least, as long as at least three of us doing the spaces, we'll be fine. Um, so I invited Black Word because this is this is the funny thing. I I the least I'm the least familiar with Black Word out of everybody on this podcast. But the scribe has always been described. If you can't acknowledge that the girl has been described, the girl has always been described. So like I will be lying if I do not acknowledge today how great Black Word is on social media and his knowledge about nerd shit from someone who did not know him as well as I've known 
Vontae longer and Showtime longer on social media. So oh, when I saw when I saw Black Word, it was just like it was a gamble. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna bite this man and see what he's gonna do. You know what I'm saying? He seems like he's lit. Let's just get it. So we're rocking with five of us. It's going great. Uh, I cannot. So at some point, King's Effect got mad at all of us and left. Um, well, three more actors. He got mad at three of you. I didn't get uh, his anger until much later. <laughs> right. He didn't get mad at me. <laughs> I, I swear, I thought I, I, I mean, I acted with him, but I don't know him like that. <laughs> the funny part about what Henry just said is I only knew Vontae. <laughs> me and Vontae have been mutuals for yeah, what? Four years? Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> I was like, we, I mean, you would always comment on, like, storm-related shit that I would tweet about. So I was like, okay, it's been a long time. I didn't think it was that long, but it really has been that long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I never, I didn't see Steven online, like, within the last, like, two years, like, during a pandemic. I never seen Steven online before that. I just got, because usually, like, a lot of times I'm on Twitter, I just log in and, and stay on my uh, mentions page, and I never really go to the timeline unless I'm looking for dick. So, yeah, and me and Showtime go back so like like me Showtime Vontae go back so long. It's just like I knew them for being nerds. I had I had some. I will say that the other person that I wanted to do outside of us was um, Dow Jones, but Dow Jones declined because he doesn't regularly stay in reading comics because financially he just doesn't like a lot the, the funds for it. Even though. Um, I will say Dow Jones is a cinephile and he's great with movies. If you tell you anything about movies and all kinds of shit like that, he's really great about he's very like Grace Randolph. I think he would have been a great addition to the team, but he declined. And he also does not want to be in the social media limelight like either. So that was my other alternate in case YouTube is I mean, see no. what happened with King's Effect. Um and I did not know Steven at all, to be fair. And, um, and yeah, started flirting immediately. See how that effect happens? <laughs> I mean, it happens. <laughs> but Vontae and I had known each other for, for fucking ever. Back when Vontae yeah. was doing his superhero one-on-one, yeah, one-on-one. I occasionally sub in as the sub. Which I am potentially bringing that back. I might bring that back. But I used honestly, to doing those. <laughs> Honestly, it goes to show you how big Black Nerd Twitter is because I'm like, I I was known. <laughs> I think it's just that my follower count was never the biggest because I don't want it to be. Um, like, I don't... The idea that people would just chime in and, like, just completely disregard the conversation to just insult you has always right. been a thing that's been very Twitter. And so I, stre- I stress test my, uh, my, my following every so often just to see who can't hang with me and my peoples and should go. Um, I just did that recently. Like, I just start tweeting shit. Whoever starts being irritated about it, I'm like, you need to go because you are over me, at least for right now. Um, <laughs> soft block them and then move forward, uh, which is why my following doesn't really drop for anything, but also why it's... I was just about to cross 10,000. <laughs> But I got verified before I crossed 10,000 followers. I didn't think that was going to be possible. Is it, is it a real blue check? Do we need to check? Oh, no, yes. This is authentic. 
This is authentic. I don't do no like paper bullshit. Fuck that. Did you buy a blue Listen, tag? Someone, two people have accused me of that. Two people because have accused me of that so far. I mean, Showtime knows that in a land of Greek, you know, are you paper or did you really, did you really cross? Like, you know. Listen, listen, listen. I earn my letters. I know that's right. And just as a reminder, Twitter has a function where you can click on the little blue check mark and it will tell you if it was paid for or if it wasn't. And you didn't know that. Really Stevens, guess what it says? It doesn't say it was purchased. He's notable. I'm a member. I'm it says this account is, is verified that? because it's notable in government, news, entertainment, or another designated category. And, and let me give you some extra information more. because people seem to be confused. When you get it, you have to go in under certain sections. You have to literally apply as a specific thing. Some writers got theirs by going by like cheating the system and applying as a public figure because they have a certain amount of followers. I didn't. I went as a writer, which is one of the hardest ones to verify. Up there with like being an actor, um, being a writer is difficult because you need to have a certain amount of distinguished publications and works, um, not even including the New York Times, being a New York Times bestseller author. I got mine by the strength of my work, which I wanted it to be. So you're not going to walk up to me and post like, huh, you paid $8 for a verification check mark without doing the basics of opening my profile, clicking that check mark and seeing that I'm about my shit. Um, my dick's been low. Also, Twitter is about to be, as much as it was a hellscape before, it's going to be much more of a hellscape now because there's hell of people with verified accounts that don't make and they are, sense. And they are, and they are, Rightly misusing and falsifying identities. Did you see that? It's, it's a good way to waste eight dollars. It's so fun to waste eight dollars on it. Honestly, yeah. it's eight dollars. You can just do it and <laughs> have so much fun. <laughs> if I wasn't on a way to get myself to the kingdom of verification the right way, I would do so, but I'm trying to be right, you know. Um, so question. Um what has been like okay, so like we've been doing this for like fifty episodes now, and fifty plus because we don't we're not even including like the the Twitter Spaces that we were doing beforehand. Right. Before like some of us just went like, why don't we just turn this to a podcast? Because it's so difficult to get all in one spot without scheduling ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been acting pretty good lately by all being here, which is really like <laughs> we do like three to four weeks stint, and then one of us has to trailer off, <laughs> have to teeter off. Yeah, it do, it does happen that way. Um, we booked a movie. Like, <laughs> this is Listen. true. You know, contrary to what some of the girls don't think, that we not booked and busy. Um, oh, when the bitches start running their mouth, the the girls podcast, right? The flop podcast. Um, what is the one thing that you say that you like as a group? What have you loved about doing this? I think that. What I enjoy most about this is the fact that everybody, even when it comes down to like comic books or whatever, we all have our individual types of humor. We all handle humor in different ways, and it just makes for like a really good like get together, basically. Like, I enjoy having all different types of like. Just different types of key key sessions, which are this if it's like, and then it's like, even though we're supposed to stay off track, somehow we always get off track and then go to different topics. And then it's just like, you can't get mad at it because it's like the conversation is too good. 
So we could be unprofessional and I like it. <laughs> so I would say I would say us getting off track and talking about different types of shit. It's just it's it's weird, but it's like it's it's funny. It's like pretty dope. I just like talking black gay shit about some shit that I enjoy. I like um, how the fans reacted because once we started that Twitter, it was like specifically when we started the Twitter and we could get reactions from the audience in particular to our episodes. Like, I think we had like some numbers from SoundCloud and then before me and Showtime had to sit down for like, what was it, like an hour and a half and figure out the thinking system? Listen, listen, syncing this podcast with so many different other apps was the most ardent, ridiculous amount of time we've ever spent. <laughs> it took me and the... Steven two whole fucking hours <laughs> to figure out, okay, so we want to be a podcast that isn't just on Apple Podcasts. So how do we sync this so I don't have to upload 17 different places? And Spotify said, fuck you. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You don't have any rights here. We don't want you to do anything. Spotify made it way more difficult than you think. To run a podcast, <laughs> yeah, like, other I places. Yeah, I don't deal with the technical side. I leave that to the nerds. Legitimately, he said, "I got two niggas here with degrees. You, you, y'all go put them to work." <laughs> yeah, girl, I don't. I, you know, I just write the show notes. I don't do I, like, and I, you know, I, you know, I'm very Professor X while Gene and, and Cyclops are really running the show. <laughs> I think you'd be a good creative director that I'm working. I work in advertising. I don't think a lot of people know that. Um, I'm so Storm, think... sweetie. There is no Cyclops and Gene over here. Thank you. Sorry. 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 Storm Forge. sits at my table. Mark Forage. Um... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I am not a self hating indigenous man. He has titties for days. He's still a chest, a uh, uh, depiction of his chest. It did something. Does have it did a lot. Who <laughs> got and I chest, so now Oh, what? you didn't see for you didn't see Forge's um art. Yeah, yeah, just, it was D's. like his double D's pecs and like it was just hair everywhere. I was like, y'all so horny. I love it. But <laughs> period, I can relate. <laughs> Saying, um, I think my thing died. The audience's reaction, um, the community that kind of has rounded about us. Like, I think literally people are leaving comments of like, I'm so happy there's a black queer X-Men podcast because like they don't feel as represented. Like there are other podcasts um out there that do the same exact thing, the same similar things to what we do. But I think like us calling out at the very start that we don't want to have a slash, like we don't want to have to split the focus. We want this the focus to be explicitly on this and how that validated by black queer X-Men fans has been the most important thing to me. Yeah, I'm really shocked that the actual Twitter has as many followers that it has. Like, I'm really shocked. Like, I, di- I didn't really know that this was going to work. Because I tend I... to quit. <laughs> I do. I really, because, like, I really, like, the thing, the thing that's, like, really magical for me about all this is because I don't like people. And being in a consistent relationship with, with three other black queer men has been really a part of my entire growth in a lot of therapy because I don't trust these sissies. Mm-hmm. I like you can't quit me. 
I'm not going anywhere. You can't now. quit me. I'm not going anywhere. I'm gonna be right here. I'm gonna be right here. <laughs> like go up, oh, go up to the mountains. Right here. Be I'm right here, Jackie Christie. I'm right here. Um, but like I actually <laughs> like all of y'all. Like I actually really like all of y'all, and I don't like people because I'm very like protective of my energy, and I really just like it's like like my instinct would be like, oh, y'all blow on me, I quit. Y'all figure it out. <laughs> And I really try to like because like my peace is more important than anything else. So like I'm really happy that this actually worked and I didn't quit it. Because usually I'd be like, uh-uh, this is becoming too much for my spirit. But I think also too, just like like I said in the last episode, this is a labor of love. It's a pastime. It's something I enjoy. It's not. It it it, it diversifies my week of of like bartending and writing and influencing and twittering and you know get pounded out. Get it pounded out by my man. By yeah, my man. Hard, put away my, wet. And my man, my man, pounding me out. Pound out this pussy. Actually, I took Bay on a date which I to see Black Panther and Fantasia. Because who got good coochie? We, no, you sent me those Fantasia videos. I love that entire concert. Is it was A week or B week? What does that mean? Is this man A's week or man B's week? First of all, bitch, there's only one man. But I let, 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 let me tell you hoes something, okay? I'm I, I you know, you know I spread this pussy thin like butter. However, I don't spread my wallet thin for nobody. I'm like, I, like one man gets more financial access to me. That's it. But I am actually only fucking one like actually dating this person and titles are coming. Right now we just go together. We haven't said we boyfriends yet. So okay, early? I mean, you expect to have come after 10 years. This I, is a queer relationship. Come on, I've been dating this man since July. Yeah, it's again, it could be five years. It'll be too early to me. And how I, long have you been I, fucking this man? Henry, I'm 27. Since, since, oh, no. Okay, so I don't know if I want to tell this story or not, because I might be telling his business. Um, So, like, okay, well, I'll say it like this. The first time we met up and we hooked up was in March, and it didn't go well. Um, because he had whiskey dick. It happens. I'm not one. I'm not one of them bottoms where I'm just like, you know, I just read a guy for filth. It's like, oh, you can't get it up. Ah, uh, what? Uh, what is wrong? Are you on drugs? Ah, uh, you on meth? You on Tina? Sometimes they are, but that wasn't the situation. So we ended up just like cuddling and chilling, and it was like right after I broke up with dude, the other dude date earlier this year. So I was just like, eh, it was what it was. We like talked for a little bit, and then we we lost contact. So one day I'm going to Midtown Comics and I'm walking from my job. I had to go to my job one morning for some bullshit. Walking from my job, walking to Midtown in, in Manhattan, and I literally bump into him on the street because that is some very New York shit. Stevie will attest to this. It is. You will always. So, once a month. <laughs> once a month. Yeah, but like bump into niggas. So I bumped him on the street. He's like, he saw me. We like, we talked for like a second. He's like, good to see you, good to see you too. He's like, so I have my number. And I was like, yeah, because I did. Because like, I still wanted the dick. I didn't know what it would do. And so we just like talks and that was like, no, we met back up in Ju- in June. So we started talking and we actually went on a few dates. Then in July, we had sex, like real sex. And my coochie's tender now because of that nigga. So um, yeah, he not getting no butt today. I love that. But like no, like we've been like like we've like but this thing like he's very realistic and I'm dating a Leo who is emotionally intelligent and very realistic and very mature. Um 
the nigga's from Memphis. He has a lot of act right. He also is a cook. He is a really great guy. I am really impressed and scared that I'm dating someone this together. Um, he doesn't. He like is like the, the relationship is like gender affirming without it being misogynistic. He holds doors. I'm, I have to walk on the inside of the street. He pays for ninety percent of the stuff that we do. Um, but he doesn't like dehumanize me like a woman, and I only call him daddy. I never call him by his name. I call him. I called him out his name one day. He like literally was like, "Is something wrong? Am I in trouble?" Like dead ass, like that joke you see on social media. And I was like, "No, I'm just trying to get your attention." But like, I only call him daddy. He only calls me baby. He never calls me Henry. We never use our real names anymore. You telling me your doctor heavenly? <laughs> yeah, like for, and it's so funny because like his roommates, he has two roommates, and one of the guys is like he's like he like they're both from Memphis or whatever, and they heard us fucking a lot, and it's like it's so funny because like they they just they like. He's told me he's like it's so weird because a lot of the people that he's friends with never meet the guys that he's dating, and like he's the first guy anybody has met ever since he's lived in New York. And he lived in New York like I think like four or five years. So I'm that girl, okay? I'm a great date. I'm a great fucking time. I got good pussy. We have great sex. Um, he's fine. He's like he's like my height. He's five seven five eight. He has locks. He's thick. And he's country. He might be the trade also. Because we fucked to a lot of trap music. And he, like, knows all the <laughs> words. He's in there talking the shit in his Memphis accent and be, like, really making my pussy loud. And I will say that I feel ashamed because I have never felt for the masculine gaze like that before. And I get it. I see why the girls love the masculine fellas. I get it. Because... He just mean that, like, you know, just pound out the pussy and rap it and talk. I was like, whoo, child, I don't want to. My coochie is new to that. My coochie is new to that. Whoo, babe, let me tell you. I be feeling so bad because, like, he just be fucking me like I'm stupid. And I just, and I just be letting him. Sometimes with spit. Not like the episode Love Cat Country. I love him. But he knows I love him, though. I told him that. Y'all be so. going up to um, the mountains and be eating beans in a tent. That'd be all. <laughs> that should be the next trip. We just like, but think, but think, the thing about him that I do like is that, like, we actually go on dates all the time. Like, we go out to eat. We try new food. We went to, I remember that, that Dumpling Festival. I was with him. Like, I was like, let's try to go to the Dumpling Festival. And, like, okay, went to the Dumpling Festival. And I got really high off the edible he gave me. I've been trying shrooms with him also. We've been having a great time. Okay, cool. Like, we've, been, like, we've been doing drugs and making love, and then and then we've never we've never argued. And anything that we have to discuss is he never yells. He's never like cursing at me. We have very calm conversations about things. Um, one time I broke up with him, um, but it was like it was like it, it was just like. I think the thing that happens happens for me in dating now is like I am I'm at an age now where like I can't waste my time. You're not gonna waste my time. So either you're gonna be all in 
or nothing at all. And not that he does anything that, that would make me think that he's not, but just like, if I feel like I'm wasting my time, I'm out. Because what I don't want, want, want to happen is that like it goes on too long and I get jaded like I did after the last guy. And then I'm hating niggas. And then like, you know, like in my heart of hearts, I want to be married and have kids and do the whole shebang. The kids, maybe, maybe not. But he doesn't like make me afraid. And like, I got afraid for like a second. I was like, you know, I wasn't breaking up with him, but I was just like, I just needed more understanding about like, he always calls it a breakup. But I needed more clarity about, about some things. And, you know, I thought cried a little bit because I'm a very emotional Pisces. Um, I don't have my feelings, but I also like the fact that I have permission to be myself and not have to hide my feelings. I get to be my full self. And he's also a nerd, too. So, like, we're going to Anime Con next weekend. And we just, we read comics and watch anime together and have sex and eat dumplings. And I have a great time with him. I, there's there's nothing there's nothing, and, and, and that's the thing that's so funny. We both have said to each other, I'm just trying to find something wrong with you, and I can't find it. Mm-hmm. And that's so weird. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. I love, <laughs> that. I love that for you. I genuinely do. He just acts that's... right. It's so weird. They nigga that acts right. And, and then also, like, he also is a sissy enough where, like, He's not like weird about like because like he works in healthcare and he does like outreach and stuff. So he does like, he goes to balls and stuff for outreach. He does a lot of he's lit. He's lit. I love him, but he knows I love him, and I've said that to him with the penis in me and not in me. That was super Pisces. It's not toxic sex. Toxic sex. Anymore. It's, oh, it's very toxic. It's very toxic. Oh, it's very toxic. Oh no, it's not toxic anymore because you mean it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like I love you, like. Oh, pussy's starting to get a little loud. Anyhow, next topic. <laughs> Josh, I don't the, topic. the topic was. Oh, what? I was just going to ask the first time you said, um, I love you, was it with his dick in you or out of you? No, in me. In me. In me. He's like, I love you too, baby. <laughs> it just spread. Like, Moses ain't got shit on me. Okay? It just spread. <laughs> Out of the Red Sea. Folks, <laughs> they got shit on me. Ain't got shit. Well, not a Red Sea. Ooh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. They don't want a Red Sea. That's a that's or a brown or a brown. No, right. listen, it's not fun. I got. I know everyone knows my bath my bathhouse era in here when I started going. <laughs> that was a that was a time to be alive. <laughs> Steve's bathhouse era. Bathhouse with Steve coming live coming live to y'all. From uh, sauna steam <laughs> and rough towels, <laughs> and cum is spelled C U M. Showtime, showtime, showtime. You know, yes. Vontae, Vontae, we have to really be honest that, like, that Showtime and Steve are really the Emma and Jane of this podcast because these they bitches, are. these bitches always be trying. But it's, it's but you know what I know Emma Frost I know Emma Frost is Showtime's favorite but it's did more you so it's, it's did you make that Stephen gives more of an Emma Frost energy more than anything you're he's he's, he's, a, a, he's a bitch that's right it's very Jocelyn and Mimi is like hey May so you got your maid off the door like you always do it's like my sister my sister said the number one classification of Stephen is that you are so arrogant. It's it comes off you cool. in waves. 
it's very Tammy. It's very Tammy Roman and Evelyn Lovato. It's like they are the perfect nemesis. Like they make great podcast TV. I don't like Evelyn Lazada, by the way. So I don't like Evelyn either. But I, 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 I don't like how all of these comparisons that you're doing. There's a one that we all like, and one that is very clearly nobody likes. And then y'all called Stephen Emma Frost, which is clearly the one that we all like. <laughs> Listen, I got that accusation from I'm Jay. Getting, Jay was like, Stephen, you must hate Emma. I was like, you must hate Gene. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm getting beat get up. Emma? I'm getting jumped like the X-Men do. This this feels very anti-black. Um, it feels racist. Um, it feels oh, I'm gonna say y'all on the how are y'all on the same team? Y'all on the same franchise. Y'all both got very Listen, if it helps Showtime, it's not always fun being the Emma Frost in the room. People people don't always like you very much, and you gotta deal no, with that. Be- Emma Frost in the room is literally my whole like life's motto. Like life's Showtime. Goal. Everyone loves you. You literally begged for attention last week and everyone crowded around you. It's like, I'll date you. I'll keep you warm at night. Literally, I can't scroll through my porn Twitter without seeing you like 25 times. It's <laughs> you are loved. <laughs> and, that, and that is very Jean Grey. And I wish she would just accept that. It's like you are the <laughs> fires of the phoenix. Like you are that. Just embrace it. See, even the fact that you reject it makes you very gene. I know right. I'm Emma Frost. I'm cold to the core. <laughs> I'm like, y'all have seen me actually get mad, which is a thing a lot of people can't even say. My sister was like right when I screamed that one time um, and raised my voice. My sister was right across from me, right? She was in the uh, laundry room. And then she turned around like she thought I was dying. And then after the call, she was like, like she was sitting there looking at me. And I was like, what? And she was like, I've never heard you scream at anyone before. <laughs> I didn't think it was possible. You do that dry, very sarcastic. You're playing with people a lot, but you don't raise your fucking voice. I was like, I got specific things I raise my voice for. <laughs> don't worry about it. It won't happen again. <laughs> and they like the try the listeners, I was the one being yelled at, by the way. Yeah, he was. I was being yelled at. I yelled at Showtime. I yelled at your daddy. Yes, I did. <laughs> it yeah, came out. <laughs> in the in the wow. Kakao Rachel uh, Ten of Swords event that that one saw Showtime and, and Steve they get into it one time. Ten of Swords event. No, it was schism. Yeah, it was definitely schism. Yeah, it was definitely schism. It was definitely schism. And me and Bobby sitting looking like, Man, um, yeah, yeah, me yeah, and Bobby we like, oh, oh, and I what? didn't raise my voice. We were trying our best to mediate, and it just was not. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am really glad, like we got on the other side of that. Cause, bitch, let me tell you, this about there was gonna be no more new co-hosts after that. I was like, no, that is it. That is it. We are closed. The door is closed. If Stephen leave, we not replacing him. I have That's to force it. myself to come back. I was so ready. And not I'm so to. proud that you came back. It's not even a pride moment. I don't know what. Convert. I was like completely over it. I had anger. Like when I shut down emotions yeah, like, after that call, I was like, I think Steve, you know, Steve bro, I was emotionally shut down. Steve I was doing speak. like I, I wanted to choke a bitch, and <laughs> I, I, it was a lot of anger, emotions, um, and like everyone was like, oh, it's an irrational amount of it. I'm like, no. The, the trouble with me is that I'm always running rational parts of my brain. It doesn't turn off. It's the reason why people can go, Stephen, you're very serious sometimes. 
um, you take things more seriously than sometimes it needs to be taken. It's because the rational part of my brain is computing and going, this doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> so that whole event, by the end of it, I'm like, my trust issues is activated right now. And the number one core part of me is if I don't trust something or someone, I can't be around you because I'm like, I'm always existing. My family from Philly. I'm always existing in a culture of trust gets you through nine, like a lot of things. If it doesn't exist, then the very nature of the love can't really be there all the way. Oh, so you very well said you like to, sl- you like to slap people. Hmm. Got it. I don't, even, I don't raise my fist at people unless I have to. You try Stephen Underwood in person, you won't try him again because that bitch will slap you in the face. I made people cry before. I've I'm made sure people cry have. before. It's and it's, it's always a shock when people say, like, come to our account and go, like, Steve, I didn't, like, I listened to the podcast. I didn't expect you to have, like, barbs like this, like, to snip back at people like that. And I'm like, why would you not assume that I do that? Really? I'm kind of seem like a bitch. Like, that's the truth, because I was raised by a bitch. And <laughs> the whole family full of bitches. Like, <laughs> Steven is an asshole. Like, do not get a twist in America. Steven is an asshole. Like, the biggest asshole he is he's like he, like steven is like is like that's is like if one of us was beast we'd be trying to wolverine you and point you in the right direction because you are an asshole you are an asshole if, if we want to abuse you and you're like look steven look 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 with this blood in the water steven go get it and yet for the fifth member i had the most empathy isn't that ironic Oh, that might happen because I have a huge heart, and I'm like, I don't feel love right now, and I need it for me to operate the right Michelle now. Michelle Williams. Yeah, I accept that. I respect Michelle immensely. Well, hold on, hold on, because Michelle be holding them bridges together. Yes, Michelle them bridges together. So we we need Michelle. <laughs> Martha, you could be Solange. Martha, you could be I'm Solange. Actually, I'm actually fine with being Solange. I really am. All right, get the your one kids. with the hands is very get your quiet, son. but always there. Because, uh, don't let me catch you in a motherfucking elevator. It's a wreck. <laughs> we just got all, we just, all we got is four four walls. All we got is four walls. I just, I just remember that like King's Effect got really mad at me because I wrote a tweet about big dicks or something, and he he called a stray from it. But we've never have had sex. And never engage in trying to have sex. And you also well, aren't local either. Well, I also remember... Um, it wasn't just about I, that, I, I feel I, like. It was a lot of things that happened that day. It, it was it, like it, comparing himself to all of us in different yeah, that ways was also, that didn't yeah, that happen. Because basically he got upset too about the fact that we had more of a following than he had also. But... But we all have, but I think the things that like, we can't help that we're likable. Um, <laughs> Bitch. Um, <laughs> I, the only thing I will say, like I said, but I'm Gene. That, I, but I'm Gene. Cool. Uh, I mean, Henry is Hank. Hank is, Henry is literally Hank. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I, I, I get why Beast is the way he is. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't do it, but I, I get it. I would probably say, that I think I'm more aligned with Sinister than I would Beast because, like, a Nazi. 
Oh, it's because we just saw a sinister dragon to shit. You know, because you know, sinister is a sissy. And I love Nibisus. That was so fucking funny. I was like, fuck. We said, we said, like, what's your power? Evolved intelligence. <laughs> but like me and Sinister read a very like we kind of read the same way. We're like you know like girl, I'm I, we gonna we, we gonna talk about the obvious. Well, let's talk about the obvious. You really not that girl. So, okay, but I think all means evil. Like, he said, it's like you know the Sinister. His name is it's in his name. He's Sinister. Like you know that he ain't, he ain't up no good. Beast is kind of like you know I ain't shit. Like you you gonna know I ain't shit. This nigga Sinister said. No, a nemesis said sinister or uh, uh, is Latin for evil. He came back later and was like, "No, sinister is Latin for left." <laughs> I was just like, "Fuck!" It was like, "Watch nemesis fight back!" Shit, god damn, <laughs> fight back, bitch. The thing about sinister is that you're not gonna tell sinister about sinister. Sinister already knows who he is, and I'm very much that person. Like, you're not gonna tell me about Henry. I know who Henry is, but. The King's effect was just like he was comparing, and I'm just like, we were. I, I think everybody in this podcast can say that we've all earned our followings being who we are on our own merit. And I think with King's effect, that I think that he's missing besides therapy um, is the fact that like you can't be on a timeline being acrimonious every every third tweet. I think that's going to garner some kind of interest in your direction. You got to diversify your content, baby. You can't be arguing the time you think somebody being biphobic towards you. And biphobia is real. Yeah. But but every every instance of an engagement with you is not like he's always the victim and the villain at the same time. It's and like, I feel like it. Um and right now I share a couple of groups because there's lots of bisexual like there's specific bisexual black men's groups that I'm part of uh, that I was invited to that I contribute to regularly that I be horny inside of also. Um, that he's also sharing with. And I think, like, the main issue was, like, I explained to him before, like, you got to have a lot of self-confidence for you to be on Twitter. Um, you got to be able to hold your own. Like, a lot of it, like, you can't just be self-righteous. Because I'm self-righteous. Um, I know that about myself. I know that I have a strong sense of justice, and I don't let it go. Um, because I know what it was like to not be spoken up for. And I'm like, I don't like that shit. I hate a bully. But I'm like, you got to, you can't just be all of that. Like, I get shocked when like Henry tells me, like, Stephen, you seem so serious all the time. And I'm like, I think I'm being playful. <laughs> Five times out of ten, I don't like being serious. I like making a joke. I like posting memes. I like making humor out of something because I know around the corner there's going to be something that pisses me off enough for me to have to get serious, for me to have to bust out the evidence. Last night on TikTok, I sent um Henry that a video of someone saying utter anti-blackness about gun violence and black people. And Henry, out of the comments, Henry had already commented, but guess who who took the time to make two uh, four-minute videos explaining where they were fucked up at? Steven did. Yeah, Steven man. Shit like that. And then I went back to shit posting. <laughs> yeah, like, I tried to take the TikTok radar because, like, I'm not trying to argue with people. I did make a video recently about Denisha Carter, but that wasn't, like, me dragging her. But just... I found out is related to someone we all know on Twitter. Who? Shaw. The little light skin, little light skin boy, the sings. Wait, really? That's his half sister. She sings too. Mm-hmm. They're a musical family. That's his half sister on his father's side. Huh. 
think Denise is really talented, though. I think she's a really talented girl. I just think that, like, she has the to, like... The gimmick is good. The gimmick is good. She, she just gets into the practice of, like, not responding to everything all the time. But that's the thing, is that she doesn't respond to exactly everything. That's the issue when you... like. Also, why I told King's Effect is that when you do this and you have commentary or critique... Um, people will assume that you always talk about things, even though you don't. You actually are very selective. Um, I don't always get mad at everything. I don't always choose everything. Nico had to learn that also that you shouldn't comment on everything because not all of it's right. worthy. And he stopped, has since stopped, and he focused on specific things. Um, I said, but it's very easy to be pigeonholed that you do because the things that you do choose to talk about are so encompassing, cause so much dialogue that people feel like that's all you are. And so when you finally do talk about something that is scandalous enough, people will hold that against you and it will become an inflated matter rather than have the energy that is necessary for it. And you can't really blame anyone. You just got to like strong, just got to like brave through it, get to the other side and then move on. Yeah. And for some people it's hard to do because a lot of people, it's almost like they like being argumentative or like needlessly opinionated. And it's like some things on warrant that and I feel like he had a big issue with that like not knowing when to like censor certain things or not saying like censor but it's kind of like you know just pay certain things no attention because it's it's, it's like you're going to go throughout the entire world with everybody having something to say not everybody is going to look at things from your perspective not everybody has the same thought process as you. Nobody analyzes things the same way as you. So it's like at a certain point, it's like you're bringing certain things on yourself. It's like you got to learn when to filter some shit and when the proper time to respond. It's like, it's just like you had no concept of that. And that became a big issue and why certain people don't want to gravitate towards and also, y'all got that nigga off fast as fuck. <laughs> and, and also, he's not really receptive of help either. That was also kind of the larger problem too. Just like he's now he wasn't receptive of help, and it was just like you know maybe you need to find therapy. How can I help you find a therapist? And there's always these excuses to stay angry, and I just like I don't rock with that kind of I don't rock with people like that kind of shit doesn't work for me. And then like was, even the funny yeah. part was like like I, I even said to him I was like look you probably need to think about this. And take some time and think about if you want to stay or go. Give it four weeks. I will say some members of the podcast think didn't think he deserved four, four weeks. Um, <laughs> Before y'all start, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I had the most empathy. Shut up. Oh, girl, he's leaving. He let him leave. <laughs> so let the bitch go. I, I, well, I, I was going to clock in regardless. So, it, uh, I mean... I'm designing. <laughs> but I very much so am a big proponent of if you're causing drama, you can leave. I don't need drama in nothing that I do, nothing that I engage myself with. If I am enjoying it and you have an issue, you individually have an issue and you can take your issue and pack your things and go. Bye. I was very much uh rogue flying over to Trinity saying, Trinity, no. <laughs> don't yeah, go like, with Sinister. <laughs> I, I know I'm a quitter. I know I'm a quitter, so I get the quitting spirit. So I'll just like, if you like, I get maybe you just think about it. Just take a break and think about it. And he's like, he never came back. And I was like, okay, fine. The gag it became was our fault that he did. Right. That was the gag. That was a gag. Stephen, go ahead. That was the gag. Listen, girl, that's, because that's, I'm that's like, that's 
shit made me really mad. Because he threw it in my face. It pissed me off so much that he threw it in my face. And I was like, I sat here and, and advocated for you. I I showed up in the fullness of my heart. Like, even the issue we was talking about when me and Showtime were getting into it, the rain root of, like, the situation for me that was going on is that I'm not feeling the love that I definitely know I put in to this relationship with each and every member of this group that also provided to King's effect. And I'm like, you're not going to take my very real care for you that I exhibited, me putting hours into counseling you in a vicious circle that is kind of triggering for me to go through, right? Because I have my own issues I know I deal with. I rationally deal with it. I compartmentalize sometimes, but I'm like, I deal with them. And having to talk to you through this when you're not being receptive, I know the next step of this, Showtime's watching porn. Um, <clears throat> no, I opened Instagram and somebody's video was playing and I was Someone's like, bouncing oh, ass. That's- no. Was it straight? Was it actually, straight? Sometimes the straight stuff is, is, is good. You can say it. Actually, just this. Oh, he was nice. Mm-hmm. He was beautiful. Um, <laughs> I was putting a lot of love into like that relationship and into caring for him. And we also got into it again because we do share other spaces and we know that we don't like each other. Um, there's no but more no, love he's going on here. He's the one with the problem. You're not the one with the problem because he started it. He always... And, and, uh, we don't have to go further into it. <laughs> so, like, remember when, remember when he got mad at us because we started the podcast without him? We should have deferred to him about doing Girl, the podcast. Fuck you. Beat my ass. Well, why, that. But, but why defer to you for something that you left? He says, that "Oh my god, that you, that's a choice that you made." I mean, then you didn't really exactly reach out. So, what was it supposed to stop because you weren't, you know, showing back up? Or I didn't. Right, I, you I wasn't just didn't understand that. I didn't understand the anger for me. Well, well, really, honestly, I really, it is no shade. I just, it's, it's like, I don't know you like that. So for me, like, whether you mad or not, I, I don't, I don't, I don't care. You, I'm not about to argue with you. Get somebody else to do it. <laughs> just like, oh, but I don't got the followers that all the others have. And then Steven, you know, he's a published writer. He has a blue check mark. I'm like, I earned this shit. I was doing this when no one cared about who the fuck I was. Showtime has 11,000 followers. And Let me day. tell you, I didn't even know I had that many followers until somebody pointed it out to me. I just tweet my shit and I log off. He's I following yeah. OnlyFans models and like liking nudes. Which yeah, like sometimes okay. likes are really useful. I go through them sometimes and just enjoy. You have a good catalog, friend. Yeah, everybody his ass. Everybody likes my everybody likes my 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 love for the goddess. They love my love for Storm. They love my little comic talk, my little TV show, cartoon talk, whatever. So that's how I, that's how I got mine. But well, I like talking to Vontae and period. Vontae, you're fun to talk to. You. Mm-hmm. I talk about sex a lot. I will do I will do that occasionally, but then I turn around and delete it. I don't know. Oh, no, you better go to Mbaku for Halloween, Vontae. You better go to Mbaku for next Halloween. Yeah. You know what? I thought about it, and then I had to really look at that video, and I was like, okay, I can see where you're talking about. I was still getting you my look like Winston out. Duke. Yeah. You'll give him some face. I would, I would too. I would give. I would. I would give my very mouth, but I was like, I, he, he tagged me. I mean, he mentioned me, and then I was like. I don't see it. And then he kind of turned to an angle. I said, okay, I can kind of. Rock, all you got to do, do, do is just like bark. You got to just bark for me. Get like, whoo, do that for me one time. 
to me because he he just said the whole fucking time just reading and being annoying to people i was here for it and then being empathy showing up for sure he was like girl i don't consider you a kid you like my kid sister you will follow a child who scoffs at tradition (laughs) (laughs) she threw it back at him him. she was like you tried (laughs) he said this he said it's the best man (laughs) these men have to be ashamed of themselves He was not playing about his 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 queen. He was not playing about. He said, "These are my, this is my family." <laughs> you fucking with? right? Wish you could get the point at him. Said, "Sit down." <laughs> so we need to wrap this up because we have to do another yeah, actual episode. episode. Actual episode. Um, any final thoughts about this journey so far? Showtime. I have. I love you, faggot. Fucking. <laughs> I will say that Showtime. Showtime is a vessel full of love, um, and it's very precious to be able to experience it. <laughs> That's my baby. I love Showtime. Okay, I'm like, I hope no one ever. Like, some people do take us seriously sometimes when we dragging each other because, like, it just seems so real. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no I'm like, yeah. must I have a plan It's very, weather. it's very. You made that dress. It looks good on you. So she said, <laughs> "It's not for you." Well, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't wear it, but it's good for you. That was some shady <laughs> shit. I said, "Oh, you bitches went to church." <laughs> All right. Um, You're such a great A bitch. Where did you get that from? Immaculate breathing, darling. Immaculate, immaculate breathing. breathing. <laughs> the world is watching. We can't be anything short of exceptional. <laughs> um, no, no. It's a I good thing to be a diamond. By, my, by the very definition, I am a girl's best. I'm my own best friend. Bad bitch through and through. Damn. <laughs> well, um, I just I, love Emma Frost. <laughs> if I short by exchange, you love me. See? Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, don't know. I hope that because you know a lot of characterization stuff that we see is me doing it um i hope i by embodying us on the social media account in some ways i have given you guys a light into yourselves that make, that is reflected in the love um i love the foreign one and the foreign one will remain until there is a nun I love jumping bitches with you on the timeline. <laughs> I love when um, you and I are logged into the account at the same time. <laughs> and no one can tell who is who. <laughs> no one can tell who is who. Literally, y'all ask it, who is this? And we sometimes don't even fucking know. <laughs> or we'll bounce back and forth between our own accounts and respond to each other. <laughs> or respond to the same, the same thread from the same account as if it's only one person talking and there's multiple <laughs> I mean, even though some people, we have fans who come to the account literally for specific people. 
I think I'm the most hated on the account. That's just the truth. Um, I think Showtime is the most tired. <laughs> Some of those whole things is only for Showtime. Maybe adding us to the Twitter circles, like there's four of us who can watch. I know it's specifically just for Showtime. I love every t- every time it happens, too. I'm it up here for it. Whose dick is, like, just thrusted into this bottom? Oh, my God. Mm, <laughs> love it. Like. <laughs> I cannot. Rock any pops, babe. Um, I enjoy waking up at 10 a.m. every morning. <laughs> after... Even after having a wild night and conversing with you gentlemen, and I will continue to wake up at 10 a.m. every morning and join with you gentlemen to talk shit. No, it's not a bad thing to relapse. Steven, and every single one of y'all for doing this. Um, you guys could be doing other things with your time and your day. Um, I think we all bring something unique and special to this podcast. I am blessed that I found three men that I can have a brotherhood with, and it has not gotten messy, and it's not gotten problematic. It has not gotten weird, except for, you know, when they make age jokes about me. Um, Bitch, you make yourself. You, put that on us. you make age jokes about you. <laughs> You do that. I don't like no one those. else does. You do I, that. I do not like those. I don't like those. That my, the last time y'all made that, I was like, I was like, y'all gonna stop? Like this going to? <laughs> I'm trying to get me canceled with my book drop, bitch. The fuck? <laughs> be mortified whenever somebody says a poison pit or um, me having a poison type Pokemon. <laughs> I'm blue because I don't know. How- I, I do because I was like I don't like what I don't know like I want to it's like I know for a fact that y'all are joking but I have never heard these jokes at that intensity before. I'm that like, type Pokemon boys a deep I wish I really wish y'all could sit with my other friend group and hear they hear like the jokes I be having because like y'all get like a, a taste of shit like that but like because I. I'll be, I'll be real quick and say the older shit is so tired of giving me grid. Like, I would do some shit like this is old. This is so tired of old. It's giving me grid. I don't want to get this. Y'all get somebody else to do it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. Um, uh-uh. But yeah, I do appreciate all of us. And I'm so glad this is working out for the better. I don't know where this podcast may land or go to. But, you know, here we are, 50 issues in. And I'm really shocked <laughs> that we made it this far. 
we made it far. I, you know, this is the highlight of my week. Most times it is the break for my insanity. It is, you know, and until we all sit in one space together, we need to really plan on like a trip that we all in the same place like sometime next year. We are going to Winchester, the Westchester. Now, Let's see the, oh, uh, the yeah. creation of the Xavier um, Institute. I couldn't get tickets. Fuck that. That's gay. That's queerphobic. That's anti-black. That's biphobic. That's 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 fatphobic. That's um, what's the fear of, of large dicks? There has to be a word for it. Hi, hyperphalophobia. Mm. I literally just made that. That's up. a word now. Hyperphalophobia. <laughs> we'll, we'll tweet it so it's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, uh, that's not my fear. Oh, me- me- megaphalophobia. That's what it is. Megaphalophobia. Fear. Yep. I don't have that fear, honey. Yeah. We know. We get it. <laughs> All right. Sign it off. It's been, it's been another great issue. Thank you for joining us for our 50th. 50th issue of radio. And I'm really sorry that we have taken any brain cells or any of your IQ away from you. But you probably deserve it anyway. Oh, what? Any Steven is a mode of education. Welcome, faggots. Goodbye. Well, <laughs>